Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I'm going to be recapping all four quarterfinal games and going to preview the semifinal games, which will be England versus the Czech Republic, or actually England versus Denmark, pardon me, and then Spain versus Italy. The first quarterfinal game was between Spain and Switzerland, which saw Spain, which is a, it's a, it's a joke, but if you take away S in Spain, it's pain, and that's kind of how they were in this game. They weren't very good, and it was a vi- Okay, so I have to disagree with the ref. It was a horrible call to send Freuler off. It was a yellow card, and it wasn't even anything more than that. That was very, very harsh, and it changed the game completely. But re- rewinding a little bit, it was an own goal but for Spain that got them on the board. And Shakiri equalized in the 68th minute. I thought Sp- Switzerland played fairly well, except for their penalties, which were dreadful. We'll all get to that in a second, though. It was, I thought, I mean, it wasn't the smartest move, I say, by the Switzerland manager. He took out all of Switzerland's attackers for defenders. Yes, you get that, because they were defending pretty much the entire extra time. And, yeah. That, that's a fact. But then you look at it and there's there's no one f- to take their penalties. And I showed. They got one penalty. They only scored one penalty. That's not good enough for Switzerland. Or any team. That's not good enough. And then you look at Spain. And yeah, they, ha- they dominated possession. They had 72%. They had 2.94 expected goals. They took 28 shots. They had three big chances creative out of their 24 chances. Yeah, like they had, they dominated in almost every stat. But they couldn't finish. And it was like, it was just depressing. <laughs> you're looking at it and you're going, oh, Jurt Jer- Moreno is, he's super good. He's good for his club. He scores tons and tons of goals. When he came in, he missed so many chances. And Alvaro Morata, he could I mean, you can't, you, you've got to lay off of him. He scored in the last game, and that was the winner. So, you got to lay off of him. But they just missed quite a few opportunities, and that was kind of their issues. Now, moving on to those penalty kicks. Oh, actually, hold on, one more thing. It was, it was almost like at the end of the game, also, Switzerland did get lucky on the Shakiri goal. It was the ball that bounced off in between center backs, bounced off of each other, and fell for and fell for Froiler before he got sent off. That uh, and then Shakiri had a really nice finish. And that's what Spain were lacking. They were lacking a finish. They were lacking some composure. They couldn't have that when they were they were uh, they couldn't find much space out wide. Switzerland were setting up in a 4-4-1 block. And so basically a 4-4-2, but since they have one sent off, they sacrificed like a striker. And then, so basically Spain would send it out wide and cross it in, and they didn't look that dangerous. Then sometimes they would find a line-breaking ball. This like happened occasionally. And then they would turn, and then they have space. I don't know why they stopped doing that. or And just weren't doing it frequently. Maybe it just wasn't, it was, and it was on. You could see it. There was spaces where they were checking, and people just weren't getting their head up. So then, um, and penalties. Oh 
my gosh. It was horrible. So, you look at it and you go, Sergio Busquets misses. You're like, advantage to Switzerland. Granadovic scores. So now you think Switzerland are in cruise control. The Danny almost scores. So it's 1-1. Then Fabian Schur misses. So then it's even at that point. Then Rodri misses. And then, then so you say advantage to Switzerland because Switzerland's keeper is playing very good. Then Manuel and Kanji misses. Then Jer Moreno makes. So now Spain are in cruise control. Then when Ruben Vargas misses, it was it was all essentially over. And then all Azura Oizer Brazil. Oh, I cannot pronounce his name. But essentially, he scored the final penalty. And that sent Spain through. Now, if you're looking at if Italy are looking at this, Italy are looking at this game, I'm not, I wouldn't be too afraid of the Spain team. They scored five against Croatia. They scored five against Slovakia, but they're not looking too bright right now. Like they did, and then they, when they did score five against Croatia, they let in three. So. If I think honestly, if Italy can play how like how they have been, easy game. Italy will move forward. It'll be a final with Italy in it. Now looking into Italy's semifinal, Italy. I I like their lineup. I thought their I thought they kept their lineup very simple. I thought the manager did well, but and then you look at the stats and it was pretty even actually. So you get possession, 54 to Italy, 56 or 46 to Belgium, 1.83 expected goals to Belgium, 1.73 to Italy. So very even stats. Stats are what you make of, and they're not everything. You should know that. But, I mean, if you look at Italy's entire team, they played very, very well, especially that the defense. They were very disciplined, I thought. Chiellini and Benucci, for the most part, I would say, handled Lukaku. I mean, they there was a penalty given up, which is, yeah. So that's what, I mean, they, they conceded a penalty. Like, right now, I would be very, very scared of this, of this Italian team. Because they've looked very, very good right now. I don't think you're going to go up to anyone in this Italian side and be scared of them individually, but you look at them as a team, and they're a machine. Donnarumma, Donnarumma, excuse me, is an absolute beast. They're going to have him forever. Cialini and Bonucci, they're aging. Yeah, you can say whatever you want about that. But they're, they still know each other very, very well, and they're still going to be extremely good in defense. Spinazzola, now this is, I think, maybe... Their one weakness, I would say. He's out for a while. He's not even going to be close to returning returning this tournament. So whether who whoever he wants to put in there, I think it's 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 up to his. I mean, it's obviously up to him. But I mean, it's it could be Emerson. It will, uh, uh, yeah, it's got to be Emerson. He's there. He's going to be the left back, even though he doesn't play much for Chelsea, but. They don't have uh, any more like natural left backs on the team, so that's so it's going to be Spinazzola. It's going to be out next game for Emerson, but I don't think anyone else will 
be I don't I don't think Roberto Mancini's gonna switch anyone else out. Maybe he switches out Chiesa for a different attacker, Berardi, because that's he was starting in the first few games. So maybe a few, maybe one or two switches, but not much. I think it'll be a pretty consistent lineup. As for Belgium, I think this was their last chance as a golden generation. But I mean, they have signs of hope for in the future. Daku looked very, very bright this game. I mean, Telemans is is not old at all. Although, like their stars are aging. De Bruyne's thirty years old. Lukaku's twenty eight, so he might he'll have one more. He'll have the World Cup in him. So will De Bruyne. So maybe they've got maybe one more tournament. Alderweireld's thirty two. Vertonghen's thirty four. So it's they're getting slightly older, but I think they have one. I think they've got one more tournament. Bernda Mullen is thirty five years old. Also, he refused to move this game. <laughs> the amount of ground that I saw him cover was not very much, but he was out there in the lineup. They didn't look horrible, but it just wasn't their day, I guess. Sometimes it's just not. I mean, even Italy had more big chances created. They had three to Belgium's two. So take that from whatever you want, but uh, you got to hand, hand it off to Italy. Roberto Mancini's found a way to get this team back on firing like they used to be. Because Italy missed out on a World Cup. Now look at them. I mean, I mean now they're looking like a, a team that everyone's saying is going to win this whole thing. Besides England, which I'll get to in a second. But moving to the uh, other side. And the next game that was played was between Denmark and the Czech Republic, which Delaney and Dolbo, Dol, Dolberg, excuse me, canceled out Schick's goal and had one more. So, I mean, look at this. Schick just put himself on a high, high radar. As I, I'm, I covered the Bundesliga, and you saw him. He was, he was starting to grow into his time. In the Bundesliga, he was looking really nice for uh, Bayern Leverkusen. I thought he played well. He got nine goals. He was starting to play better at the end of the season, and he's just token off at this tournament. He's got five. He's just put himself on everyone's radar. Everyone knows who he is now. He went from being people in the Bundesliga know who he is to now almost everyone in Europe and every and anyone who's really been paying attention knows who he is because of his wonder goal against. Uh, Scotland and everything he's done. Czech Republic have only had one other person score in this entire tournament from him. So that was their problem. They couldn't get anything really going if it wasn't for Patrick Schick. Now, on the other hand, Denmark, here's their problem. When they were playing, like, attacking football in this game, they looked really, really good. Then when they shifted into a block to hold their lead, that's when they gave up a goal, and they didn't look so good. There, but, but that for that said, they're still going to be if they play their attacking football throughout the game. I think they've got a good shot to be England. Now England are probably they might sit back, they might play a bit more defensive football than you would expect from a powerhouse team like them, but we'll see. It really is going to depend on what lineup Gareth Southgate is going to put out. 
because we know they can play in a back three or black five, whatever you want in that one, and then a back four. I'm guessing it will most likely be a back four, but he could match Denmark and put out a three-back system. And ever since Denmark switched their system, they've looked very, very, very tough to beat. I mean, if you look at the stats, Czech Republic had the higher expected goals, but not by much. It was a really even game, honestly. Denmark just took two of their big chances, and sh- and then Czech Republic only had one, and they took that. So just maybe a bit more chance creation from Czech Republic, but I think this has got to be a huge, huge success from their point of view. They've got to the quarterfinals of arguably the biggest, one of the bigger turn, well, the second biggest turn, arguably the second biggest tournament in uh, na- world football. Na- I mean, national team football. But it's 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 impressive. It's really, really impressive. They're for from a country that small with the players that they have available. Granted, this is a, this, they have some, they have some really good players right now. It's still very, very impressive. Suchek was fine in this game. Um, Kufal, I thought, was very, very good. He had a few, he had some drip. He got down and up and down the wing very well. And he created four chances, which is quite impressive for a right back who, in a Czech system, is not going to move up and down that much. But, I mean, you've got to sit down and applaud them. They've been excellent this year, or just in this tournament, I guess. And, yeah, no, it's 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 really impressive. They they beat Scotland to nothing. Then they go ahead and play a very good game against England. I thought. I mean, it's I mean it's England. It's going to be very tough to get past them, but they did. And I thought that was that was quite that was quite hard. And then they beat the Netherlands two zero. So that was quite impressive. I mean, the red card did help them out, but they still they still did that quite well. Then moving on to the other game, which is um, England barely won. Oh, I'm just kidding. They smashed them 4-0. Kane, Kane, Maguire, and Henderson. Four, three out of their four goals were from their head, which is just shows you, I mean, there was quite a few dead ball goals. Um, th- um, at least two were, maybe three. I'm not exactly sure. Shaw had two assists. He's been playing very, very good for England. He's locked down that left, uh, left back or left wing back spot. No matter which system, depending on which system Gareth Southgate puts out. And then Mount and Sterling got the other two assists with Kane bagging two. So now Kane's on fire, and this is why I think they'll probably get to the final. I think the final is going to be Italy versus England. But I'll recap this game quickly. England had slightly more possession, dominated the expected goals. Also, they overproduced in their expected goals. They had 12 chances created, 10 total shots. Didn't I mean, you look back at even just look, watch the highlights. It takes five minutes, 10 minutes to watch the highlights, and you can see how many chances England were creating. They're taking some shots outside the box that were pretty big, and they just had quite a few chances in the box. I mean, I thought Ukraine's goalie played pretty good. I mean, besides the one that he got nutmegged by Kane on a header, I thought he played quite good. He saved quite a few shots. 
I mean, if you look at this England team, it's 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 scary. They put in like a they put in a San- Sancho for his first minutes, and he looked really really good. But you put him in. This is his first time in the Euro, and you can just start him whenever you want. No, I did thought that was very very smart from Gareth Southgate put him in to a team that I did the announcers did point this out. Uh, Ukraine that are um that are gonna that are gonna hold and don't let anyone pass to them, and they put Sancho on who can dribble. I thought that was a smart move. And then you look at, I mean, you literally get him playing on Henderson, Trippier, Bellingham, Rashford, and Calvert-Lewin off the bench. Like, that's ridiculous. And you still have Foden and Grealish who didn't even come on. This England team is ridiculously good. But, yeah, no, this, this 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 is amazing from England. I mean, will they do it? No, I don't think so. I think Italy are too good. I think Italy are too good of a machine. I think this is I think this is good signs for England though. I don't I don't think that they'll play like this in another tournament in a I think this I mean this could show you what they could do in the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. So maybe this maybe this shows what what's to come for England. Cuz a lot of their stars are quite young. Mount's young, Sancho's young, Sterling's not old. Kane's Kane's nearing his prime. Sterling's 26, and Kane's 27. So you look at it, or he's well, he's about to turn 28 really soon. But I mean, you look at it; they're still pretty young. And then if you're like, oh wait, they need another striker. Well, they've got Calvert Lewin, who's 24, and then they've got Ollie Watkins, Patrick Bamford, who didn't even make the squad. So England's gonna be stacked for a long time, but. They looked very good today. Gareth Southgate's got them playing some good football. This is going to be quite fun to watch. I'm really interested to see if Denmark can keep their fairy tale, fairy tale story alive. I think they can. I think they need. To, I think if Denmark get a goal within the first 25 minutes, I would say I think they'll win. I think they if they get the first goal period, I think it's a good I think got a good chance, but if they get a goal early, I think Denmark have a really good chance of winning this game because that means England have to go press the game and I think Denmark will have de- definite I think they'll have some really good options on the counterattack or even just grab and just pushing the ball up and holding it and frustrating England into maybe one of their players steps where they shouldn't leave space open and Maybe Denmark find a hole there. I, I, I think I think that game could go so many different ways. But I think England's gonna win. I think Italy's gonna win. And I think that's gonna be your final. That's gonna do this for this Bundesliga recap, recapping the quarterfinal games for Euro 2020. Thank you for listening. If you like, if you like the show, s- s- share it with your friends. If you don't, just forget this ever happened. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. Bye.